Now more than ever, having a solid unified communication solution to keep your workforce connected and collaborating at full steam is critical. Your employees are more effective when there is increased uniformity and integration as they go about their day-to-day -day tasks. As VP of Sales Engineering here at Tolaris, we use RingCentral to create virtual meeting rooms, set up teams of all sorts where members can easily contribute or collaborate and take calls from our general phone line, just to name a few. We see cost savings from making the switch from traditional phones to VoIP because of less physical phones, no phone lines, no PBX to manage, and adding and removing personnel and setting them up with a phone number is easy and inexpensive. We see increased mobility as we check our texts, voicemails, jump on a video call from any device we choose, and even personal devices can take calls from our work number as if we're taking a normal call. The user interface is intuitive, so getting a new employee up to speed nearly doesn't require any outside training. We love RingCentral for the UC, collaboration, and contact center software, but we love our partners bringing in opportunities where RingCentral is found to be the best fit because interacting with them is fast, it's easy, and their culture really shines through, and we see things getting completed in a precise and speedy manner. So contact Tolaris and leverage our relationship with RingCentral. Your customers are gonna love you for it. We'd like to thank RingCentral for sponsoring and making this show possible. Without RingCentral, this wouldn't be happening. RingCentral has been a big part of Tolaris for years. In fact, last year was our top booking UCAS provider. If you haven't engaged with RingCentral and made them a part of your strategy, please reach out to them now. everyone to another edition of Business Transformations. My guest today is Aza Grund of Telco Data Cloud down in Adelaide, Australia. This is the first international guest we've had on the show. Thrilled to have you with us, Aza. Welcome. Good to be here. Thanks. So it's exciting to talk about you because you're doing something that is so rare in Australia. The, the model is new. People are just starting to figure it out, don't understand, is it, a, is it legal? Is it a multi-level marketing scheme? What's really going on here? But you got out of the gates quickly. And I, I want to go all the way back because I think most partners resonate with how did it start because so many of them have these, these startup stories where they got the idea and ran. Yours was just recent. Walk us through what you were doing and then how you came into being, uh, you know, this model and this this company. Well, uh, yeah, the, the actual time that I had the penny drop moment, I was riding a bike, to be honest. I'd gone for a two-hour bike ride and uh, and I was thinking to myself that there had to be a better way to, um, uh, and a more honest way to interact with my clients. So back then I was a sales manager. I was working with a large team of large-ish 12 salespeople. And I just started to see that, um, you know, there was sort of change in the air. The way that we had been doing things for a while was, was certainly... Um, was changing. Um, the, the remuneration on the products that we were selling was dropping, and and I felt that there was just a more honest way of working with my clients. So that was the penny dropped moment, and then from there we, uh, um, I sort of yeah, I took a risk and and sort of went both feet first and plunged into 
starting my own business as a pure cloud telco consultancy company. I guess that was around sort of three-ish years ago. Um, I guess the the market was fairly slim back then, but um, as far as the offerings, and it's certainly a lot better now. So, Well, very early on. Right in fact, that's when we went down and started, you know, having conversations with people and, and uh, you know, started and found that nobody knew what we were talking about. And that's why I made the, you know, the comment about, is it legal? Because we literally had those questions. So you're clearly a pioneer. It wasn't because you saw other people doing it and having success. You saw opportunity here. I'm curious, how long between that moment on your bike and when you actually started the company? Um, I would say, you know, it was probably a good three months of, of working on, on starting the business. Um, I'd done it before. Like this wasn't my first business I, I began. Uh, but I was always doing it previously with for somebody or with other business partners as well. So it was my first solo business. Um, even though it was only three months until we started, it was certainly quite a long time until you know we got um, what we got to a point where we were you know getting regular business with clients. It was a it was a bit of a you know we were working uphill, I guess, to to try to convince people that what we were talking about was relevant to them at that time. Well, so, and tell me a little bit about, you talked about a more honest way. So you've been running this sales team and you felt like this model would be a more honest way to help your clients. Tell, tell me about that. Yeah, well, I, I feel that in any sort of sales role, you're, you're either, you, know, you have a product that you're trying to, to sell to a customer and, um, and you're either naive and you believe that your product is infallible um, or, you know, you realize that there is issues with your product and, um, I guess in the in the trying to sell the product, you're trying to minimise those issues in the customer's mind rather than being completely honest with the way it would work and, and educate them on the fact that there is going to be problems in any sort of big change project like this. Um, so I feel that uh, coming at it from a consultative angle where we're looking at what the customer is trying to achieve, um, we're looking at the environment they've got and the workflows that they've got at the moment, and then trying to go to vendors rather than trying to push a product um, specifically in there because it's what, you know, what our business gets paid on. That's, that's why I believe that feels a bit more honest. Got it. So when you, you did start, so the three months go by, you start the company, what were those few, first few months like? Uh, really hard, actually. Um, first few months, uh, it, was, it was just me um, to start with because I was trying to prove out the model. Uh, we, uh, you know, I had some existing clients who trusted me and, and wanted to speak to me about whatever, you know, my next venture was. But, um, you know, it was hard. There was a lot of inertia, I guess, even in those clients, um, trying to push them to a point where, you know, they were interested to take on a project like this, you know, a, a business transformational project. Um, you know, it wasn't it wasn't doable. So I had to then sort of go a little bit wider in the field. And, and yeah, it certainly took some time until people understood what I was talking about. I mean, the elevator pitch to begin with was uh, was horrible. And I can reflect on that now, but it's, uh, yeah, certainly it's got a lot better over over time of practicing it. All right, so <clears throat> so you started three years ago, you, you, you stumble out of the gates. I mean, just tough conversation, I think like any partner starting. And now you've built this business where you've got a team uh, and, and have a, an approach to the market that I think is rather unique. Can you tell us a little bit about your approach today? Yeah, so we, um, I guess I mentioned back before about the consultative approach that we do. So we, um, we talk to many IT managers nationally about upcoming projects in a in kind of a niche field. So 
we work with um, data networks, so MPLS and to SD-WAN conversions. Um, but most, um, you know, the most often conversation that we're having with people is about UCAS. So Unified Communication as a Service is, is I guess, our, is our niche product that we know a lot about. Um, our model is to, yeah, like I said previously, to, to meet with to meet with a customer's team and then discuss what upcoming projects that they've got and then try to provide relevant information right up front. Like it's a, you know, it can take a lot of time for an IT manager to research these fields. There's, there's so many different players out there. Um, so we, we minimize the amount of time that they spend on the projects, particularly in the first start to see which vendors they should invite in. Um, and we certainly provide them with a lot of resources around, you know, that go to market for them to, to make it more simple um, and to, for them to get the right people so they don't waste their time and then for them to negotiate the right price with the vendor as well because we certainly know how far they can be pushed. Yep. So you having great consultative, uh, you know, uh, conversation with your customers, leading them, walking them through uh, their, their digital transformation. Uh, what was interesting to me in our conversation about your business is this really wasn't about just creating a lifestyle. You have actively invested just in the first three years, whereas you know m most people are just trying to replace their income during that time. But you have actively invested and have multiple people on your team right now. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so I, I guess in a way I got lucky because uh, the guy that was running my service team um, in my previous role, so he had uh, around six technicians underneath him, uh, primarily doing NEC uh, installations. He um, came on the market and and I kind of went to him and I said, you know, you have to have a little bit of faith here, but what I'm doing, you know, is going to work out and it's going to be great. I can't really pay you anything, but um, come work with me and uh, and we'll make something that's going to be uh, that's going to be great. And he, he trusted me because we'd been working together on and off for around 15 years, and and uh, certainly getting him on the team was um, was a big boon for us, I guess. You know, when we look at it, we we are really you know phone nerds, so to speak. So we uh, we research you know the independent business reports. We look at the updates. You know, we keep across all of this stuff. And if it wasn't for him to have somebody else to bounce you know information off, then you know we wouldn't be where we are today. Um, adding to that, you know, we we obviously um, need to be in touch with IT managers. So we started to build out the you know the marketing side of the business. Um, to provide you know inbound and outbound lead generation, um, and that's also been a cornerstone of what we've been doing here as well. Um, we've just recently brought on op on an operations manager because the business has been growing. So we're uh, you know there's a lot of you know working on the business rather than in the business that needs to be done, and and I do like working in the business as well. So so yeah, that's uh, we're still a small team. So I think we're around five five people at the moment. Um, certainly growing, uh, looking at taking on an international market currently as well, which is uh, something new and exciting for us. Well, it's incredible. it sounds like your best sale so far was convincing someone to work for free, uh, which is fantastic. Absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> but in building your team, you know, hats off to you. Most partners don't think about building out their team until their own needs are taken care of and addressed, and they've grown the, the company sufficiently to where they hit kind of hit a, a plateau. 
and then start to invest. And right out of the gate, it looks like you were focused on scaling this company and investing. And I mean, you've already got a demand gen team uh, in, in place to generate leads. Absolutely. Um, I guess, yeah, further to that, when I, when Julian uh, first came on, I was getting to a stage where the business was working okay for me. Um, and then all of a sudden, the hunger wasn't about, you know, paying my own bills. It was making sure that he had money to pay his bills um, and uh, support his two kids as well. So, yeah, certainly, um, it certainly did put a rocket up me as well to keep on pushing. So you, you've come a long way in three years. Uh, what do you see in the future? What, what do you see in the next year or two for you? Look, um, I guess when I first took this business on, you know, it was somewhat um, of a lifestyle business. Like I thought, I thought that I'd work within the business and I could sort of set my own hours and, and choose my own clients and so forth. But, uh, you know, now it's, um, now it has become a, you know, a serious business, which is growing and, um, I need to, I need to put a lot more time into it. Um, and yeah, and, and a lot more investment of my own money back into the business as well to grow it to where, you know, where we need to be, I guess, uh, at the moment we, you know, we're, we've been, um, I guess kicking kicking some goals. We've been uh, had some re rewards. You know, I think we're a Ring Central Premier Partner, which is you know globally. I, I think there's only you know twenty or thirty people that fall in that category. So, you know, I'd like to see that we continue to um, continue to push the solutions that we can offer to customers into a broad range or into a broader range of customers into larger and larger customers as well. Fantastic. So. I think the old adage, I think the old adage of, you know, it, it's just as hard to sell to somebody with 50 staff it is, as it is to 500 staff is, is certainly true when you're talking about UCAS. Right, right. And so why not why not take the 500 seat uh, deal every time? So it sounds like your product, product portfolio is expanding, also geographically expanding, going into some new international markets. Um, I, I really look forward to uh, uh, looking back on this conversation a year or two. Uh, with the aggressive way in which you have invested and you will invest and uh, seeing what, what uh, you've built. So thank you so much for being my guest, Aza, uh, and for being a partner of Tolaris. Excellent. Thanks for having me on the show as well. It's been great. Thank you so much for joining me on Business Transformations. We'll talk to you soon.